Welcome back to the Core EM Podcast, core content for anyone, anywhere, and just in time. This is the official podcast of the NYU Bellevue EM Residency Program. We're kicking off our respiratory module this week, and we're going to cover a core content lecture today on apparent life-threatening events, or ALTI, from one of our PGY2 residents, Tim Gallagher. So let's start off by defining what an ALTI is. The NIH consensus definition is an episode that is frightening to the observer and that is characterized by some combination of apnea, central or obstructive, color change, usually cyanotic or pallid but occasionally erythematous or plethoric, marked change in muscle tone, usually implies limpness, choking or gagging. In some cases, the observer fears the infant has died. This definition can be frustrating as it's terribly vague, but it's what we've got to work with. Tim made an important point at the beginning of his talk that ALTI and SIDS, while originally thought to be related, do not actually appear to be. Most cases of SIDS are not preceded by an ALTI as far as we know. ALTIs tend to occur in the first two months of life, whereas SIDS usually occurs a bit later. Now about 0.5 to 1% of infants will experience an ALTI, and of course just to make things interesting, the vast majority of them are going to look fine upon ED presentation. If most look fine, what should we be doing? There's a huge differential for an ALTI that you can look up, but we'll focus on the most common causes. Upper airway, seizure, respiratory, toxins, and the overall leading cause, GERD. Cardiac causes register around 1%, as does non-accidental trauma or child abuse. Importantly, only in about 50% of cases do the providers arrive upon a proposed cause. The history is going to be critical in determining the cause. You want to get the timeline around the event, relation to sleep, any recent illnesses, was the child taking PO when the event occurred, if there's a history of ALTI, and if any measures were provided like CPR or rescue breathing. There's no recommended lab evaluation approach. In fact, since most patients with ALTIs look good on presentation, most don't need any labs at all. Your labs and further evaluation should really be guided by the history and physical examination. What about disposition? In the past, these kids were fairly uniformly admitted. However, there are some studies out there that look at who can go home. A study by Mittal et al. in 2012 at CHOP found that male sex, race, color change to cyanosis, prematurity, abnormal results on physical examination, an absence of symptoms of URI, and absence of choking appear to be risk factors predicting the need for an intervention when the patient's admitted. They concluded that if the kid had URI symptoms, a non-cyanotic color change or cyanosis in the setting of choking, they usually are pretty safe to go home. All that being said, one of our really experienced PEM faculty pointed out the fact that RSV is often the cause of URI symptoms and is also associated with apnea. So you can't really go just based on all of those risk factors. A subsequent study by Kaji et al. looked at 832 patients in Philly and Los Angeles and concluded that patients with a significant past medical history, more than one ALTI over the last 24 hours, or a male sex should be admitted for observation. The bottom line really is that if a kid looks unwell or the history is concerning, admit them. If you're not sure, go ahead and admit them for observation and to be reassessed in the morning. Finally, regardless of the concern showed by the parents on presentation, always think about non-accidental trauma or child abuse. Some studies have shown that up to 11% of ALTIs had non-accidental trauma associated with them. If you're concerned, get social work and child protective services involved. Well, that's all for the Core EM podcast this week. Come on over and check out the site at coreem.net, where we've got a ton of great core content emergency medicine. This Wednesday, we'll have a post up on lunate dislocations, and there'll be a journal update coming out on Thursday. 
Don't forget to check out our Facebook page, follow us on Google+, and on Twitter where our handle is at core underscore EF. Thanks and see you next week.